Let's try this again. We're back. It's like Ziki always finds the squeaky toys when we're recording. <laughs> Your favorite, favorite New York. Which we love New York. And how perfect it is. Me too. No way. Were we, we together? We might have been together. <laughs> I have to. Our Greek. And use our codes because you know Katie loves. I love the codes. Check them in the bio. remember being so like lonely because like I couldn't I couldn't connect with anyone on a deeper level because I didn't like myself you have to be able to connect with yourself first so staying here for a second then regaining your confidence yeah yeah so this is my favorite part of like I feel like there's different stages yeah and like your recovery yeah because again like an eating disorder has so many components to it it's just like you know it's not just like you gain weight and it goes away. Right. The physical part is so much easier because yeah. It's like, okay, great. I you eat, you can make yourself eat, eat or not eat, but like mental stuff is like there's so many layers to it. Right. Um. But I'm like a very extreme person. Not that that's a good thing, and obviously led me to an eating disorder. But in my recovery, like going all in, it really helped me physically and then mentally. When I graduated college. Um, my hair was almost down to my butt. I remember. It was like a... You had very, very long yeah. hair. And I have really thick, curly hair. Yeah, you have great hair. But I would straighten it every day. You I always straighten my natural hair. hair because, of course, I went along with hating myself. I oh. never liked to be without makeup. Mm. And I slowly started cutting my hair senior year because, like, yeah, I, I just felt like I needed, like, a renewal. But when college ended, I was moving near where I went to college, like 20 minutes away, but my apartment wasn't ready yet. So I had to move back into the freshman dorms. So I moved myself into the freshman dorms after college ended. And so if I didn't hate myself enough already, I was like, what the fuck is my life? Right. Like I'm on the fourth floor of like an empty dorm building and I was like, I just felt so lonely. Right. I'm like, something's gotta change. Yeah. So I decided to start, like, going to the gym. Because at that point, I really never went back to working out. It's mm-hmm. so interesting. And it, I had to learn how to, like, work out. Because working out is good for you. Moving your body is good for you. But, like, not if you do it in, a, in an excessive way. So, like, I was like, I'm going to, you know, get back into moving my body in a way that's not, like, killing my health. Um, so that was number one. Number two, I chopped my hair off. Like, I had, like, basically a bob. And I left my makeup on Long Island, and I left my hair appliances on Long Island. So, like, I moved into my new apartment in Stamford, Connecticut, without makeup, without hair appliances, with short hair. And I, like, I have naturally curly hair, so this was, like, a whole new look for me. Right. I remember. And I started your hair. Yeah. And I felt so ugly. Like... You did? I took away every crutch I had. Right. And it wasn't even, like, a conscious decision. It was almost, like, just intuitively. I just, like, felt like I had to do it. Right. Because, like, I didn't really want to do it. But I just, I don't know why. I just, like, I had to. And I did it. And, like, I felt so ugly. And then, you know, I would go to the gym. Like, it was, like, a slow shift. But all of a sudden, like, people started, like, coming up to me out of blue and being, like, you're gorgeous. Or, like, you're beautiful. Like, Wow. The people who moved me into my apartment, they wrote me a thank you letter. I wrote, like, P.S., you're cute. 
Uh -huh. I was like, that's so weird. So I went through all of college, like, not really getting attention, or like, if I did, like, it would be short lived, and I'd be like, right. what's wrong with me? But it's it's so true, like, when they say you, like, glow from the inside, or, yes. like, you come from the inside, like, if you, like, are a happy person, if you're a confident person, like, it, it's actually wild, like, physical appearance is one thing, and, like, you put bot two bodies next to each other, they're gonna look different and whatever, but, like, that, like, inner glow actually makes someone visually, like, more beautiful, like, to another yes. person. It's crazy. And by, like, conventional, like, beauty standards, like, I was not fitting the bill. Like, I was not looking like, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't conforming to a right, side of Right, full face of makeup and, no, and doing your hair. And, like, like, I, like, I love my curls and, like, I do wear them, rock them now, but I have frizzy hair. Like, it's not like I could just, like, some girls are curly and they're, like, you look it's like perfect little brain yeah, curls. Um, my hair takes work, so like, and I had no, I literally didn't even put product in it. Right. I had, I bought a bottle of aloe vera. That's what I would put on my skin as my skincare routine and in my hair. So you, like, as I part of your natural, as part of like your gaining, regaining confidence journey, mm -hmm. you like stripped it back. You, I don't know, I can't stress this enough. It wasn't a conscious decision, but it's like one of the smartest things I ever did. Because I'm like, wow, like, I really made myself go back to the basics and, like, love myself. Two things I want to say with that. One, with back to what you were saying, Mars, like, being the hot girl is, like, deciding that you are. Like, it's an energy you give off. Yeah. I love that. If you walk into a room and you like yourself, you could have just rolled out of bed, fell in a puddle, <laughs> like, doesn't matter. Somebody's going to be like, that girl is beautiful. Yeah. Someone on Instagram who, like, talks about this a lot is Serena Kerrigan. Mm -hmm. And, like, she goes by, like, SFK, I think, on Instagram. Serena fucking Kerrigan. Serena fucking Kerrigan. And she always, she talks about that all the time. Like, she does. I walk into the room and I'm like, I'm the hottest fucking bitch in here. Like, she, I, like, no one's going to have what you have. Like, everyone, you're unique and, like, you're going to bring something to the table that nobody else in the room is going to have. And, like, if you truly start believing that and like it's it's true where they say like sometimes you need to say it to yourself a hundred times like yeah like it was so funny because yesterday like we were going to a birthday party and I like did my makeup and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like I look like fucking smoke and like <laughs> I already said I, I said yeah, I'm wow. that. <laughs> yeah because you know what sometimes I'm like and like when you say it you start to believe it yeah you like, do yeah and one of one of the things that I used to do that I still do to this day is I have mantras, mm -hmm. so like back like back then, one of them was like, "I am beautiful," and like I didn't believe it, but I would like make myself every time I was like, "Oh, you look gross." It was like, "I am beautiful," "I am beautiful," right. like, rewrite it, rewrite it, and eventually you do start to believe it because right. you are your thoughts. So like your, yeah. your subconscious tries to make your reality match what's happening inside. So like if you keep saying you're beautiful, like don't worry if you don't believe it because eventually it's gonna your your reality is gonna catch up to you. Yeah. Kendall Jenner, I just saw, was on Jay Shetty's Yes, podcast. I saw you that. Saw it? I listened to it. She did. It was an exercise with her therapist, but simultaneously she saw she actually saw it on TikTok. She took a baby picture of herself. Like, maybe not baby, but, like, younger version of herself. Yeah. Put it on her bathroom mirror, and her therapist was like, every time you're speaking negatively or thinking negatively, you're talking about that girl. And wow. she was like, oh, my God, like, it changed my perspective totally. Like, I would, ne like, 
think about young, innocent pictures of yeah. yourself, like smiling, having fun, doing whatever it was. Like, you would never tell that girl you're ugly, you're having a bad hair day, you're right. like, you know, right. you're not good enough, this, that. Okay, so continuing on the train of like your recovery and like these different, I guess, like parts of your recovery, like yeah. gaining confidence. I know you've talked a lot about spirituality and like how that has impacted your life now, how it impacted you even like growing up, your future, but like, how does it impact your recovery? So we actually didn't talk about this, but when I was going through the eating disorder my freshman year of college, I became super religious. Oh, interesting. But like not in like a healthy way. It was like, God is going to punish me and make me put pounds on if I don't pray. And I would make a list of shit and I'd have to pray for all of it at the end of the day. And I would go to church every Sunday during college. And like, I was do- not doing it for the right reasons. Right. And Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then I like fell away from that when I was recovering and I started mm-hmm. to find spirituality. And, and I think... That even goes back to like the dreams I was having of my future children. Like I felt connected to something out there that was greater than myself. Mm-hmm. And you can have religion within spirituality, but you don't need to be religious to be spiritual. Right. And like spirituality is a lot more inclusive. There's no it really comes from the heart and there's no rule book. Like if you want to meditate or you wanna pray, like anything goes. Um and I just I don't know, I started to like look at the synchronicities in life and yeah like I had people walk into my life like I met one of my best friends during recovery we had known each other for years but then we connected during the time I had an eating disorder because she confronted me about it she was like I'm going through the same thing like I see your I can see your signals right and we became best friends and like I don't think that's a coincidence like I think that was like the universe putting something into my life that, like, I very much needed. Like, she got her period, like, a month or two after I got mine. Like, we very much went through that together. The chills again. Like, I don't know if I could have gone through that alone. Right. Or perhaps, like, you know, I could have, but it wouldn't have been the same. Like, having a support in my life. Right. Who understood it. Understood yeah. it. Was living On another it with level. Me, had a dream two nights before I got my period. Or, no, I think the night before. And she was like, you were wearing a choker. That was magenta and purple, I believe. And we, I, we looked up what the colors meant. It was either magenta and purple or yellow and blue, because whatever. We In your first dream? We looked up the colors, and like one of the colors meant you're about to come out of a rough time, and the next day I got my period. That's not wow. a coincidence. No. And I was like, something out there is guiding me. Like, put this person in my life for a reason. Like, like she... She had all these, like, intuitive feelings. Yeah. She had all these intuitive feelings. Like, that's not a coincidence. And that's kind of just... That was, like, I guess, interwoven throughout my recovery. It's a very big part of who I am today. Like, I'm very spiritual. I believe in a higher power. But I don't honestly, like, think I have to subscribe to a religion. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I think, like, there's a... There's just a driving force all throughout life, and you can choose to see it or not. And if you're open-minded to, like, the synchronicities or, like, the coincidences, as you might call them, like, you can choose to see that life is guiding you or life is working for you. And I also think that goes back to what we were saying before about, like, rewiring your brain with your thoughts. Like, if you believe life is working for you, you're going to start to see the ways that it is. Like, 
right. oh wow, yeah. like that really worked out for me because I'm being guided and because I'm being protected. And um, to this day, like I think that's what keeps me. I think it's like even the concept of spirituality and like manifesting, like you can, if you put something into, like when people say like, oh, put it into the universe, put it into the universe, but it really is true because like, if you believe something's gonna happen and like you like put it into the universe, so to say, like subconsciously you yeah. start working towards that and you don't even realize whether you, you notice it or yes. not. I, Wait, do you guys remember when we were at a party like two years ago? The three of us? Yeah, and okay. I really spiel about how Jesus is the master, yes. master. <laughs> the master manifester. And like, if you could humor me for a second, like I'll. Like Jesus, <laughs> it was so funny. Jesus it was, was so a manifester. He was. But, yeah. Okay, I, I believe he existed. I believe he was healing people. I believe he was doing things that were unthinkable because he was connected to universal intelligence, like the force that is, like what it, whatever you want to call it, God, the universe, nature. Like he was embodying that, yeah. and that's why. He, so he was manifesting, is what you're saying. Yes, yeah. and like working with the law of attraction, and like. Bringing these, he, he was so in tune with the universe that he was able to do incredible things. Right. So therefore, I'm not, I don't really identify as Catholic anymore. I was going to say, like, but you I'm a Jesus fan. Jesus. Right. <laughs> but, you, but you know what's funny? Like, I think it just goes with religion in general. And I think that's why there is such an alignment between, like, religious and spirituality. Because, mm -hmm. like, like, my mom will say it sometimes. She's, like, manifesting is praying. And, like, yeah. like you, and even, like, my parents are very religious. And... I've spoken to a lot of priests and I love like hearing stories of miracles that they know of or like Words. like Greeks like I'm Greek Orthodox and, like Greeks are very obsessed with like saints and saints become saints because they perform miracles and like whenever they'll tell stories of these miracles they hear about it reminds me of when people say oh I manifested this like right like healing people like you hear these healing stories of spiritual means like non-material, right? The things that we can't quite put our finger on, like that's beautiful. that's when you're meditating. That's what you're connecting to. It's like a deep transcendence to like what what life actually is. It's the things you can't put your finger on, and right. it's so similar to praying, right? Right. So it gets like I yeah. feel like it gets so it's, deep. It's so it does. Deep. It's just really beautiful to be able to connect with something outside of yourself. And, and that's what helped me with, like, I feel, like, I've, going through the eating disorder, I kept saying, like, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this, but, like, I, I know that it felt like I had a purpose for the first time. Right. Like, it almost, I was, like, after I, while I was going through it, it sucked, but I also was, like, I'm happy that this happened because it's making me search deeper for meaning in life. Wow. And, like, being on the other side, like it really, like I'm a very spiritual person and I try to connect with like that deeper, I don't know, the, the language, like it's sometimes it's so hard to put words to Right, it. and sometimes it sounds so woo-woo and it's like, yeah. it's really it's not. So Everyone, it's like, all the same concept and like feeling and like experiences, I feel like it just comes out in different people in different ways. Right. Every like, religion is like, th these are, um, I guess just like, what do you call it? Like, like rule books? Yeah, like, but what, what's it called? Like an artifact of like from the past of like things people have written down. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. 
of them trying to describe these same things that I'm talking about, but like, there's no religion called Brianna, but like, this mm-hmm. is, you know what I mean? Like, I found Are you own... forming a cult? <laughs> <laughs> Hold Wait, on! Like, you can, if so, if one of the religions out there doesn't work for you, like, you can still be spiritual. Set out on your own exploration. Well, transitioning, like, I, when before we transitioned into the five apps, like, I think we want to just wrap up yeah. Marie's journey and, like, in terms of where you're at now, mm-hmm. like, because you told us about your move to Stanford and, like, as you started kind of going through recovery, now, like, that you're, I mean, do you say you're out of recovery? Like, is that the proper lingo? And, like, where, like, where do you stand now with, like, your relation to food and exercising and whatnot? So, I think, like, the, the main point, really, to sum that up is you can be, you can think you're, like, the hottest person ever and love yourself, which I do. Yeah. I, I'm, I've grown a lot of confidence. Well, you are. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. And also... We'll be our girls all day long. <laughs> like, and also, have days or weeks or whatever where you're just like, meh, like, I'm like, not feeling it. Right. Um, or maybe not weeks, but like, you know, throughout recovery, it, I would, the time would become greater and greater between those bad episodes of not feeling good about yourself. Like, if you're for weeks on end not feeling good about yourself, you need to check in and be like, all right, what's going on here? Like, if I have a few weeks where I'm off, I'm like, all right, let me look and see, like, what am I not doing to take care of myself? Mm -hmm. And usually it links back to, like, just kind of being lazy about, like, having routine and, like, doing the things that make me feel good. Um, But so, for the most part, like, yeah, like, I guess I have a really good relationship with food, a really good relationship with exercise, but also like I'm human and like you don't just mm-hmm. like one day become recovered and like it's you know sunshine and rainbows like, but I have tools to deal with it and when I yeah am, if I am am ever triggered I don't even really view them as triggers anymore because like I just have things in place that I do that right. put me back on track you know I say my mantras in my head and I'm like rewriting the narrative or. Um, Sometimes you just need to, like, I don't know, I might be sleep deprived and I just really need to take a nap. Like, it's just, I know myself really well now. Right. And that actually helps increase my confidence, which is, you know, so it's like, it's this nice, like, loop that I feel like even if I get off track for a day or a few hours, like, I know how to get myself right back on track. Right. Um, well, and I think it's funny because, like, I, the first time I met you was when you guys were in college. Yeah. And you were obviously at a low point, which I didn't know. I had just met you. I'm like, you were very bubbly, like. (laughs) Outgoing. Outgoing, right. But then when I, we got a lot closer was two years ago. And I remember like seeing you. And also when I met you in college, that was when you weren't working out. That was when you were in like, you're all in. And then I saw you too, like hadn't seen you for so long because yeah. I didn't come to see you guys at all like senior year and then COVID hit and whatever and then when we hung out I was like oh my god I'm like great you're like so tight I'm like what do you do for working out and I was like and I'm like someone who's always been very into working out and I think first of all I'll like I tried everything yeah and like different types of workouts did every different type of workout like I just enjoy it I find it like I think it's fun but I think COVID was, like, the first time that I really was, like, okay, I don't feel like anything I'm doing is, like, necessarily working. Like, I was, like, I work out so much, and I don't see the result that I would, I think I should see. And COVID was really, like, the first time where I, like, started paying attention to, like, what I was doing and, like, 
how I was working out. And I think I found a routine that worked for my body. And I think that's mm-hmm. like a very important thing to like address that I remember being like, I need to do boxing. I need to do cycling. I need to do Pilates. I need to do <laughs> sure, I need to hit every single thing to look a, cer- look a certain way. And then realizing like, no, what works for someone's body isn't going to work for mine and isn't going to work for someone else's. And I think that's like, what I learned in COVID. You like but, your own check-in. Right. But then I think I got so obsessed with seeing results from what I was doing during COVID that I was like, I need to, like, I had never lifted weights for my life. And I started doing that during COVID and I saw immediate results. But I also started feeling strain on my body. Like lifting weights, especially when you're a smaller person, like, yeah. I mean, and, and for women, like, lifting weights is a very different effect in terms of the hormonal effect than it does for men. But I, like, was – I remember feeling, like, lethargic on certain days, and I was like, oh, I don't know. And then when I met Brie, and I was like, what do you do for working out? Because, like, I was like, you look – like, you would look like you worked out all the time. You are like, just tight. And you were like, oh, I will, like, walk on – I mean, you can share what your yeah. workout routine is because it totally changed my – it has literally permanently changed my workout routine. And, yeah. like, I've seen such a difference in results and in the way I feel mm. and in the energy I have, like, because totally. I'm not right and I'm not mm-hmm. – and in the, my mental mindset mindset, and also just, like, I'm not, like, pushing my body to its limits, you know? Yeah. Every single workout. Right. <laughs> so I think, yeah, like, I think what anyone, if, if you listen to nothing from the whole episode, like, take this as your takeaway. Yeah. I work out less than I ever have, and my body became leaner than it ever had been. And I and I think the reason is, if you take care of yourself, like, don't push yourself to the point where you're, like, spiking your cortisol and, like, putting your, your body under stress, it gives your body that, like, you're in that safe space where your body feels safe to actually, like get the benefits from a workout. So what I do is, like, I walk almost every day because I love walking. I love walking. Like, yeah. I start my day with a walk usually. Like, lately my thing is, like, I'll, I'll make coffee and, like, go on a walk, and it literally, like, sets my day. Like, it sets tone for my day. But um, walking and, like, Melissa would help. Yeah. And I literally sound like a walking Melissa ad, and I'm, like, I would never, like, promote something if I didn't actually think it was good. Like, I'm such a fan. Like, her workouts have changed my life, changed my body, and I actually enjoy working out now. Her workouts are, like, pretty short, too. Like, I never do more than a 20-minute one, honestly. Yeah, me too. I walk, and I do, like, 20 minutes or less of a workout. But when I'm doing it, I am, like, engaging the shit out of my muscles. Like, it pisses me off when somebody's like, no, her workouts are too easy. I'm like, you're not. No, they're not. Like, I know you guys mentioned this on an episode that I, like, with the shark thing in the pool. One of our five ads, one of our fitnesses was the Melissa Wood Health pool-specific workouts. And I think I had said, it was like, I did one once with Brie. And she was like, you need to get, like, your life depends on it. Pretend a shark Pretend you're about to be attacked by a shark. (laughs) And then you will be happy with the results of her workouts. Yeah. Like, even with, um... It's true. Like, when I'm doing her arm workouts, I'm, like, like, I'm engaging my arms to the point that, like... Like, you see, like, you know, when you're, like, squeezing your veins, like, it's almost like I'm flexing during oh. the workout. Like, I'm really trying. I'm pretending, like, I'm in a pool of water and there's, like, resistance. Like, you really have to get into it. She always talks about that, too, in her, her workouts. I really like her philosophy because it is very much, like, like the, the I guess, like, the philosophy I came to. Yeah. Through right. recovery is, like, 
just like you don't have to kill yourself like genuinely move in a way that makes you feel good and again like I don't work out anywhere near as hard as I used to and I see definition yeah I remember like when you had explained that to me and like you were explaining the philosophy behind it and everything so I was like I've done Melissa before and like I don't see results and whenever you were like you need to literally picture like when you're doing the arm workout like picture your bicep flexing picture your tricep like and it's a good tip right and I started like I changed my workout routine I was like the kind of person where I was like doing weights every day basically like to doing a more like weight lift type of workout twice a week and not even in terms of like the results I think just because like I enjoy them and like I do feel well, like my I, body wasn't like exhausted right and then like times. three days a week I do exactly what Brie was like I do this and I was like fine I'm gonna try it and like it works for me and not only that I like I look forward to the days where I'm like I'm gonna walk on the treadmill I'm gonna do this with and you really do feel it so much more when you're thinking about the muscle and like say I'm a big fan of Sammy Clark as well because she does more like more like weightlifting not really a lot of cardio but more like I guess conditioning and but she always says like her thing is like you could do 20 minute workouts 30 minute workouts you don't need to work out for an hour but you need to think of your muscles like think mm -hmm. of the muscle you're working when you're doing a squat think of your glute muscles like think of all of that and like it's again it goes back to like the mind-body connection if you're working out and your mind is elsewhere you're not going to see results it's so crazy and, and I think I'm gonna plug form of Pilates as well here just so everybody knows amazing. we're now on fitness like yeah we're highly Melissa Woodhill specifically because obviously Marie, that's your workout but for me Forma Pilates yeah actually is what I've started to notice change my body a ton and I love I do love the Melissa Woodhill workouts yeah I think low impact workouts are good for your body and especially women yes like, no Brie literally changed my mindset on like working out in general I'll never forget I was like that one day we were walking the street and you were explaining like what you do to me and you said like you were like we as women can't think that we need to work out our bodies the same way a man does because like we are meant to carry children and I remember you said like you were like imagine you are carrying a child or preparing to carry a child because like our body like through our menstrual cycle and everything is preparing to bear children, like basically. I remember you saying that, and I remember, like, in my mind being like, she's so right, and I, like, so haven't been doing it right. Like, I haven't been gentle with myself. I haven't been, like, I'm not delicate. Like, and it, like, changed my, like, when you said it, I was like, oh my God, like, it's like a, like, a light bulb. Light bulb. Yeah. And that's the, like, that is the thing that I, I preach that to anybody who I get into a conversation about this kind of stuff with, because you can move your body in a way that is good for you, and that doesn't require you to, like, go to the gym for two hours a day and look good. Like, and I mean, everybody's different. Like, I'm not, I, don't, I hate making, like, blanket generalizations, but I will say, like, this has worked for me, and the more I talk to people, like, it seems to be a very effective thing. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, like, feel like I... I saw I I feel like I saw such a difference first of all in the way I look but more importantly in the way I like feel and my my mindset towards working out like I feel like really Which changed is when I started to follow the approach that you said and I think it really does just coming come down to like 
finding what works for you and don't think that you like have to do a certain workout or like mm-hmm. have to do a certain thing. And also in light of like the eating disorder topic, like with like recovery, people would assume that I'm like, yeah, like I don't care. And uh-huh. that's a controversial thing. Like, totally. yeah, I do care what I look like. Totally. But like I had to learn how to love myself through every phase of my recovery and my body. And like, I have such a strong relationship with myself that like at the end of the day, like I'm not like I'm not looking in the mirror constantly like I need to like if I'm bloated I don't care right you're bloated I'm bloated it just bloated and this, yeah. yeah but like I do like I like I like fitness I like being fit and I, I like moving my body I like doing the Melissa workouts I like walking I like the results I get but it's not more complicated than that like right if I'm not in the mood honestly like I've been really stressed because I just moved out like I'm, where I'm at right now in life like I'm a little stressed like I have a lot going on moving is hard like just whatever. Yeah, like, we should all be allowed to, like, give ourselves, like, grace. Yeah, like, don't overcomplicate. If you're overcomplicating it, you need to start asking yourself deeper questions. Right. Like, like, do I have a problem? But it's okay to like to work out and or want to, like, be fit. Exactly. Within reason. Exactly. Um, okay, moving from fitness to food, because we're kind of talking about not putting yourself in boxes, not everything kind of works the same for the person next to you like it's gonna be a little different like depending on who it is so I guess this food for the week would just basically be like eliminating categories yeah like you don't have to put yourself in a box if you in terms of like I'm a vegan I'm a vegetarian I'm this I'm that if you want to and you're a strict vegan power to you yeah same with you know vegetarian etc but the way that we kind of are bringing it up is, I feel like it's, a, I don't know, like, what's our food? It just says no categories. Yeah, no, like, well, I think, I think in terms of, like, what we're talking about is, obviously, in the past few years, there's just become such a wave of, oh, I'm vegan, oh, I'm pescatarian, oh, I'm uh, gluten-free, oh, I'm dairy-free, and people are doing it as a choice, like, it's not... Like, we're not talking about people who have to be a certain way because of health reasons. Or religious. Or religious reasons. Or, like, passionate about the environment or whatnot. But I think it's, I think the the biggest issue is thinking that you're healthy because you're putting a label on it. Right. And because think, you're vegan. Right. Like, you can be vegan and you can eat Oreos for every single meal and vegan chicken tenders and you're not healthy. And mm-hmm. that was something that I think I, like, really struggled with. Like, I remember after college, because, like, in college, whatever, you eat unhealthy and, like, you don't really think, like, you don't have access, really, to as many healthy options as well. And I remember, like, after college, moving out, being like, oh, I'm going to be really healthy. And I was, like, just got obsessed with the concept of being healthy, like, eating healthy. And I think also because we were going out a lot, so I was drinking a lot, that I was, like, I'm going to make up for the fact that I'm drinking a lot and partying a lot and not sleeping a lot with, like, being healthy and I categorized like I was like, I'm gonna try and eat plant-based all the time because that's healthy. healthy and then I remember like watching a documentary or something and I started looking at the actual ingredients in like these plant-based options that I was reading I'm like wait the sodium is so much higher in this than it is in like a chicken cutlet like and I think that's the thing like people assume just because somebody's vegan oh they're the healthiest person in the world and like totally right and I think just in light of the discussion like that's something that really helped me in recovery is realizing that like you can eat 
whatever you want, and it's not gonna like change your body. Like everybody right. needs to calm down with like having food rules and you know what? Yeah. I mean? Go out to dinner and enjoy yourself. If you let yourself eat things, you're not gonna feel the need to binge on them or overdo it another time. And you'll actually be able to like follow your hunger cues. All in moderation. Right. Yeah. Speaking of following hunger cues, I'm so sorry if you hear myself. I'm so hungry. starving. Yeah. Also just going off of that and like not putting yourself in a box, like eat what makes you feel good. And mm -hmm. like, yes. it's, it, it's also like once you start paying attention, like I remember in college every single morning I ate a yogurt, go to Wegmans, I would make a yogurt with like a bunch of fruit, a bunch of granola every single morning because I thought a yogurt per day is healthy. <laughs> I was bloated, I swear, from freshman year until the day I graduated. Like issues, I was like whatever, I just have to adjust the issues. It was like, I'll take never once did it cross my mind? Maybe it's what I'm eating. Like, you know what? Like, pasta does not float me. I me eat it all day. Like, me I think too. it's in my blood. Like, I'm Italian. Like, I'm meant to eat pasta. But, like, fruit, which is deemed healthier, like, I don't like fruit. And, like, it just doesn't really make me feel that good. I don't really eat fruit that much. Like, I can't. I eat I, a lot of, like, refined carbohydrates. Like, yeah. Like, my body likes it, and I don't bloat from it. Right. I tried for a period of time. I thought it was, like, way better, and, like, I would, like, look better if I was gluten-free. Gluten does not bother me. Right. I love regular pasta. Cheese. I could eat cheese all goddamn day long. Like, it's not a problem. Right. Well, like, and pasta, you know cheese. You know what's funny? Like, even the dairy man, this is why, again, don't put yourself in a box. When I was like real, I was like, maybe it's that yogurt that I'm eating every day. So then I stopped eating yogurt and it went away. And I was like, oh, I can't eat all day, any dairy. I'm lactose intolerant. And I stopped. <laughs> Cold turkey dairy. I started buying like vegan cheese, which like. Which is worse. It's it all, like, it has all chemicals. It's, it's all chemicals. And I would, I would like force myself and like try and avoid dairy or whatever. And then I was just like, this isn't fun. And then I started. And then I was like, okay, I won't eat yogurt. Because I know that the yogurt bothered me. But I'm like, let me start. And I start, I, was, I can eat a whole block of cheese and it does not bother me. Right. It's all about listening to your body. Yeah, exactly. Which is being Melissa Wood Health encourages. Yes. Um, anyways, continuing on here with our Fs, I guess that sums up food, fads for this week. <laughs> um, okay, fad diets, they're still a thing, especially yeah. like keto or like whatever. If you see... Anything about a diet that's, like, claiming to be a one-size-fits-all, it doesn't fucking work. No. Like, and I think it's also, like, people need to be very aware, like, these diets are a quick fix. Like, sure, you can do a juice cleanse and you might drop juice cleanses. Oh, my God. But guess what? You're going to gain those five pounds back in one day when you start eating again. Yes. Like, and it's not good for you to put your body into that shock. And, and I'm shocked when I read these, like, like, I... That, that prolonged diet, which like I know it's worked for a lot of people, and it's like that soup diet. But they're like, uh, you might experience like headaches or like a lot of fatigue the first day. Just push through it. Like, like it'll go away. And, <laughs> and then what happens when you go back to eating normal food? Like, it doesn't work. No. And I'm going to say something that actually will probably piss a lot of people off, but like, and I won't say how many pounds I lost, but my body naturally, over the course of five years, went down and reached a set point from like just like eating whatever I wanted like eating when I'm hungry stopping when I'm full like exercising moderate like what, what I just explained like I eat all sorts of foods I don't have rules and my body naturally found a set point and it wasn't from dieting it was from yeah, nourishing myself 
it wasn't a quick fix and I wasn't dieting, but by nourishing myself and taking care of myself, my body naturally felt safe to reach a weight that felt comfortable for me. Um, fashion. Okay. When I, when I was in recovery, I know I mentioned earlier, like my button popped off my pants. Like I had to get, where were you when that happened by the way? In, um, it was sophomore year. We hadn't been, we weren't friends yet. Okay. But it was like in the, the dorm or the suites, whatever they were called. Um, I wanted her that we're all starving. I wanted I wanted really badly to like be comfortable wearing like crop tops and leggings because I liked like I felt sexy in them, but like I was adjusting to a new weight that like was just whatever. It was like uncomfortable at first. Mm -hmm. So you know what? I just fucking did it. And so I think the for fashion, and obviously it's a little bit different than normal, but like fashion is like Wear what you want to wear that makes you feel sexy. And if you feel uncomfortable at first, just push past it because eventually you're going to be like, you're going to, like, I can walk, like, at that time, I got to a point where I could walk out of the house and whatever I genuinely wanted to wear, it felt good in. Like, it didn't make me uncomfortable. You sometimes, you just live, live in the discomfort and you adjust to a new normal. Yeah. yeah. It's like pushing, like, your, like, kind of getting out of your comfort zone yeah. and, like, going more into, like, you just said, like, into the unknown, like, and it's also, like, just feeling good in, like, what you're wearing. You're wearing. And I think that's even, like, working out. Like, a lot of people will say, like, I bought, I bought a new workout set, and it, like, motivated me to work out. So yeah. Not yeah. So like, it really is true. Like, when you feel good in what you're wearing and you feel like yourself, you, like, glow. And, like, you're, you're just so much more confident. Like, 100%. And, and again, there's all these trends and with social media, there's just so much access to see what's in and what's not. But like, just because everyone's wearing low-rise jeans doesn't mean you're going to feel sexy in low-rise yeah, jeans. I won't. I, I just won't. won't. No matter how. Like, no. It's just not happening. Yeah, me. it's just like not my look and like it's not my vibe and that's Yeah, cool. but someone else is going to put them on and be like, oh, I look hot. Amazing. Yeah. Right. So I think it, and like it doesn't come down to like, like, yeah, of course, people say dress for your body and this, that, but I think dressing for your body comes down to dressing for what you feel good in. Like, 100%. that's what dressing for your body is. Like, and like Brie said, like when she was going through her issues, like she was wearing baggier clothes or like mm -hmm. trying to cover up her body because like she didn't feel sexy, like regardless of but what I really, right, and I wasn't wearing the things I really wanted to wear. Right. Which is why you ended up forcing yourself. Right. And also, like, and now honestly, like you, Brie takes great fashion risks. Yeah, you and really do. Your style is so you. you. Like, I literally remember your Katie, personality comes out. Yeah, like Thanks. I remember when Katie sent me your outfit that you were going to wear on your birthday. You sent her like the shirt that you had gotten, and you were like, oh my oh, god, god, yeah, sure. And she sent like she sent it to me, and I was like, oh my god, that shirt is so free. Which birthday? This, this year, like that. Yes, yes. yes. But I remember when she said to me, I was like, oh my god, like, that so is so great. great. Like, and I think that's what it really, like, it comes, like, you develop, like, it, it's what personal it's, style. Yeah, and personality. your personality shines through your, your style. Well, like, like, when you match that, that's what's going to make somebody, like, when you dress in a way that's consistent. Attracted. That's what's going to make somebody, like, if I can do, like, a really quick story time, when I met my boyfriend, he, I was, like, having a get-together at my house. And he I was there that night. Oh, yeah, Kate was there, which is so funny. <laughs> He got invited through friends of friends. And I was with you earlier in the night. Yes, I remember. I was like, pissed at a guy. <laughs> Which is why yeah. I Ubered to Long Island. She Ubered, and then an hour later Ubered back. But, like, thank God, because I don't think I would have, like, connected with him. Because yeah. I was so focused 
focused on you. No, that guy was so weird. Like, <laughs> like, like, I thought he was cute, but like I was more focused on Caitlyn. Right. So Caitlyn left. Yeah. And then him and I like actually. Because of another him. boy issue that another friend, friend was, was having. <laughs> but um, he like recently has told me, he's like, what attracted me to you was the way you work a room. Physically, like he was attracted to me, but like my like energy is what brought it home. Right. Yeah. And it's because though, like I felt good about myself. Like I was just like having a good night. And to be honest, like in the past, like if I would see a guy that I thought was cute, like I'd be like instantly insecure about it. Whereas like I just kept going on like being myself, even though uh-huh. like no back then I was like, well, he's cute. And like it just like it attracted him to me. And so right. like I guess it's not doesn't directly relate to fashion, but it does in the sense of like where what is I was wearing yeah, I was wearing an outfit that I thought was cool. It didn't really matter what anybody else thought and it made me like just operate at my highest level. Yeah. hundred percent. And that's what was attracted that into my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like being myself and actually like loving me. So because I operate at that level now, like I attract better people into my right. life. Right. Like like us. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. When a note to end on. <laughs> wow. Did we do the five apps? Um, that was fashion. We did fad. We did food. We did fitness. We'll end with fun. We'll end with fun. <laughs> um, the other night, I had a girls' night game night oh, at my yeah. house with my friends from high school. And it was so much fun. Like, I, I'm going to tell everybody that they should do that. We should do that. We should do yeah. that. 100%. Yeah. We want to make it like a monthly thing and like everybody switches off who hosts it because oh, I love it. It was like, it was too much fun to not do that more often. Yeah. Wait, so what games did you play? Oh my, well actually it turned into a prank calling night. Oh, oh. I'll let you know the the way we did it after because we can't share. Um, but we're so good. We went deep. We were (laughs) prank calling. We we ended up hanging out like later than I thought we would because we were just like, I was cracking up. Oh yeah, there's nothing better than And like, just to, I guess like, I keep trying to bring everything back to the theme of the podcast, like eating snacks and whatever, like that's what life's about. Like being with your friends, laughing, eating snacks that you don't think twice about. Like just, it was just such good, clean fun. Yeah. Yeah. But like, oh my God. And never, and I think like, again, a great note to end on, never skip out on fun or like time with your girlfriends or anything because you're like, I don't want to like, I don't want to go out to eat because I don't want to have to eat an unhealthy meal. I don't want to like, oh, I've been eating out so much this week. I'm going to skip that dinner. Or like, I've been eating, like eating out and going out to a lot of things in this night. I'm going to like not go on that trip or like whatever. Like never ever skip out on it. Cause like you will regret it. Like the happier you are, the less you become so focused and obsessed with like these things that in the end, like aren't, important and aren't bringing anything towards like your happiness like don't skip out on girls night and like don't skip don't. out on like girls weekends or girls trips or anything it's so true and any final words thank you for sharing yeah your story it's not easy and like i think it's something a lot. a lot and i think it's something a lot of people have struck a lot of people struggle with especially women I feel like I would say probably every woman has struggled with at least an insecurity in their body. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people aren't comfortable sharing it because they're embarrassed by it or they're like, I don't, I don't want like, I don't want people to know I'm so obsessed with what I'm eating or yeah. this. Or like you want people to just think you naturally like 
and <laughs> great right. right and I think it's important to like really talk about like you can go through struggles and that like you can come out of it as well and like yeah yeah like there is there is like light on the other side right the tunnel, whatever the saying is yeah but like the end of the tunnel yeah like just I never knew how I'd get through but I just somehow like inside me knew I would and I don't know that everybody has that because like mental illness definitely can put you in like a deep dark cave but just trust like there is something out there guiding you and Maybe this is part of your purpose in life. Like, push through. Yeah. I just got the chills. I love that. I think that's a nice message to send out to maybe anybody listening who may relate, struggle, etc. Yeah. Well, and one other thing. If you, you know, like, if this resonates with you on any level, even if you have your period and you seemingly are perfectly functioning, like, if this resonates with you, maybe, like, journal, think about it. Like, you don't. You might not realize you have a problem, but you might realize you're miserable and you have an issue with food or, like, going out stresses you out because of, like, what you're going to eat. Like, just sit with that and maybe think that, like, there is – there's a way to be happy and right. live your life and not have to worry. And look – I mean, you're beautiful as you are, but, like, you can look good and, like, not have to kill yourself. So please, like, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Bree, we love you. You're amazing. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming out. (laughs)